Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for our bonus round Q&A with Will Mahan, who is in L&D now for over 15 years and currently is a senior training manager at Index Exchange, an ad tech company that works with publishers and media companies to monetize the internet. Will, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Andy. Glad to have you back. If you're listening to this and you haven't listened to our conversation, our first conversation about what motivates people to get their job done, to go to training, to invest time, to go to work, all that stuff, make sure you go check that out. Will was dropping a ton of great value in that interview. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about you, Will, and about what we're seeing going on in the talent development world. So let's start with you. When you think back across your career so far in L&D, what's been one of your biggest accomplishments or proudest moments? It's a great question. I'll tell you what, my, my favorite audience to work with are folks who are kind of in that space of high-performing individual contributor, maybe a manager curious, so to speak. I don't really know what's next for me. Is this a, a track that I want to take into people leadership? And I, I really enjoy, maybe not one moment, but I really enjoy working hands-on with folks who are in that space where it's, I think, the most important and pivotal time of our careers, right? transition potentially into a people leadership role. And, uh, you know, there's a number of folks who I've worked with who have come to me and said, gosh, like, I don't actually know if this is something I want to do. This is, I'm interested. I'm, I, I'm eager to, to try it out and see what happens. And there's a lot of folks who I've worked with, whether it's in a training program or just through coaching or things like that, who have been just incredibly successful people leaders and, you know, thrilled to have like a small part or, or a hand in mm. watching folks go from manager curious to, to management excellence. Yeah. So helping, really helping people become managers, leaders, better leaders. Uh, I love that. And there's a great feeling goes back to that altruism we talked about in our last episode. Flip side, Will, what's been one of your biggest failures or mistakes in your career? What did you learn from it? 
Yikes. Um, you know, I, I think early on, and I say early on, and this was something that took several years probably for me to actually really figure out was um, my perspective as a trainer doesn't matter that much. <laughs> so, uh, very early on, you know, I'd, I'd put together training programs or modules and, and I'd be like, all right, here's, here's my take on insert topic here. And here's the knowledge that I want to share with you that I think will help you. And it's totally backwards. <laughs> so it, it took me a while. I, I, I think early on in folks' careers, especially in like a learning and development space, it's easy to kind of think of yourself as the person who's most in the know on a topic and to kind of lead with that. Um, here's the information that I have that I want to share with you. And over the probably the past 10 years or so, I've really focused a lot more on upfront, getting to know the people very intimately who I'd be working with and finding out what's most important to them. And then mm. trying to tailor said topic to that audience. It's, it's, it sounds like a really simple shift, but it's, it's yeah. one of those things that leads to great success. And, and I, I've experienced a lot of failures when I kind of led with what was most important to me versus the person opposite me. Mm, so it goes back to our previous conversation on motivation and, and realizing that what motivates you may not motivate other people, right? And so you got to be paying attention to that. Sure. Will, what would you say is the biggest challenge in talent development today? You know, I, I think the biggest challenge, I think it depends on, on how you look at it, right? What, what's your paradigm when it comes to, to change? Uh, things have changed so, so much in the last two and a half years with COVID, with the way we work, yeah. um, we're not getting folks into a, a classroom for eight hours today. Um, we're not getting folks more often than not in, you know, for a multi-day training program. And so it's, it's a really interesting and fun challenge to say, I need to, to put something together that's going to be impactful, but it's also palatable via Zoom. People, you know, Zoom fatigue is real. People's yeah. attention spans are shorter. So how can I be really creative and flex that creative muscle to try to have the same impact in a condensed amount of time versus a half day training session or something that you, you know, live and in person, you can extend that uh, beyond, you know, a couple hours. So I think a lot of us in, in the talent development space have gone back to the drawing board it's a challenge. Sometimes it can be tough, but it, it, it's a heck of a lot of fun too. Yeah. And, and you mentioned Zoom fatigue, which relates to wellness, which is another one that I've been learning more and more again, obvious until you, but you really got to think about it, that everybody is affected by things so differently. And we operate differently that sometimes you hear about something like Zoom fatigue for someone like me. I don't really mind being on Zoom, looking at myself and others all day because I'm such a connector. And other people are like, I'm so worn out. I can't be on camera anymore. And I'm kind of like, oh, really? Because that's something that affects me. But there are other things that, that might, right, that may not affect them. So, you know, it goes back to the importance of really understanding those that we're working with and what motivates them and maybe what drains them, what's wearing them out. So you can kind of give them a break and, and help them with their wellness. You know, to, to add on to that too, Andy, I think there's been a lot of discussion post-COVID specifically about introversion and extroversion. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm a firm believer that the last 26 months or so have been uh, really empowering for introverts. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I don't have to get dragged into that uncomfortable work lunch or things like that. Yeah. But you know, in, in the learning and development space, 
what's happened now is instead of being in a classroom with a bunch of folks facing forward, there's some anonymity if you're in, in a big audience. Now, if you're an introvert, you're being asked to turn your camera on and mm-hmm. everybody can see you. So mm-hmm. rather than just the facilitator being able to see you and everybody else seeing the back of your head, yeah. you've got folks who are looking at you in gallery yeah. mode for hours on end. And I think as learning and development, talent development professionals, we've got to recognize that that is incredibly uncomfortable mm. for our introverted audience. And we've got to consider things like cameras off, engage, you know, engage in like chat box or other ways. But how do we make a learning experience that fits even even introverts who, who feel a bit more under the microscope in these last two years. Yeah, interesting. I never thought about that. Probably because I'm the person who wants everybody looking at me. Like, <laughs> me too. Like, I want to be on the stage leading the session. Yeah. Why isn't everybody watching me? Look over here. Yeah, but, but even I've had those days, of course, you're like, ah, I just don't, like, why? I don't want everybody looking at me right now. But obviously, again, like, everybody's different. So really understanding that. And when you can tune into that, you can create a more inclusive culture, a more inclusive environment, right? That includes everybody of, of all different walks and, and sizes, whatever it may be. Absolutely. So we talked about challenge. What would you say is the biggest trend that you're following in talent development today? You know, I'm, I'm really interested in gamification, I think is really important. You know, we because we've got to reconsider learning experiences, you know, perhaps doing them over an extended period of time, micro learnings. Um, there's a lot of work being done, even with things like text messages for, for learning, um, knowledge battles, things like that. How can I make this fun? How can I keep learning going after the Zoom call ends and make this something that is collaborative, experiential, impactful? And so I think these are things that maybe we hadn't leaned into several years ago, but they're going to make just the learning experience and journey so much more fun. I mean, we are bombarded by ads all the time that remind us, hey, you looked at this item on a web page somewhere and here's an ad. Like we can we can take a page from that book when it comes to yeah. learning and development and say, hey, like here's some reinforcement material that we can share with you via text, via app, whatever it is to keep keep the attention and just to keep the conversation going. So I think, I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to see that evolve quite a bit in the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. Will, is there a book or a TED Talk that made a big impact for you or that you often recommend? I grabbed it. We're, I've got it next to me here. So this is probably one of the books I've read the most. It's, it's by Bronnie Ware. It's called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. Mm. It is such an interesting book. It is, um, the quick headline is Bronnie moved into working in, in hospice. Just kind of by accident, she fell into it. And she sat bedside for hundreds of people just as they kind of contemplated their life. And and she put together the top five regrets where folks said, gosh, I wish I would have, or I wish I didn't. Mm -hmm. And she found these five themes that I I think if you pick up the book, it's an exceptional book, grab your tissues. (laughs) But I I think each of us can can focus on and, and see ourselves in each of those. And so I've read it a few times as just a reminder of, gosh, what am I doing and what's most important to me? Yeah, I, I've quoted that book. I think I quoted it in my book, actually, when oh, yeah. talking about, you know, what you want to be doing or, you know, living your best life or the life you want to live. Because I think in that book, she said the number one regret of the dying is people saying, I regret that I didn't live a life true to myself, right? People yes. spend so much time trying to live their lives for other people. 
and then get to the end and go, oh, man, I really wish I would have just done what I wanted to do and done the work that I wanted to do. So, you know, going back to our whole conversation about motivation, understanding yourself and others, you know, maybe take this as a little key, go check out that book, check out my book and go build a career that is what you want, not what other people want. Absolutely. And hey, Bronnie, if you're listening, join the think tank for yeah. conversation. Come on, come on out. I think she's in Australia. I got to go she see, is. If we can, yeah, see if yeah. we can get her on this podcast. Are there any tools uh, or resources that you use a lot in your job or role in L&D that you recommend? I, I do. You know, in our conversation, we, we talked about motivation and motivators. There, there's actually a tool that you can use if, you know, if you're in the talent development space. There's an assessment it's similar to DISC uh, or any of those strengths finder, any of those psychometric tools. There's a motivators assessment. If you're interested in, in learning more about like what your own personal motivators are, or perhaps if our conversation struck a chord, I mean, if this is something that you might want to dig more deeply into, mm-hmm. there, there's a tool. I, I use it myself. I, I actually use it for folks who join our team to mm-hmm. say, gosh, you know, let's, let's use this as a starting point. Let me understand what motivates you and let's get on the same page in terms of what drives and excites and motivates both of us. And that's a really interesting and exciting first one-to-one to have with, with, you know, a new joiner yeah. on the team. So it can be an interest rather than kind of the status quo, yeah. welcome to the team, welcome to the company. Let's talk about your motivation and, and how can I create an optimally motivating environment for you yeah. as your manager, HR business partner, whatever your role is. So there's a number of them out there. I use, um, Shout out to assessments 24 seven. I use their version. I find it to be really helpful, but that that's the tool that I use for our our motivators. Cool. I'll have to look that up. Uh, Awesome. Appreciate you sharing that. And last question for you, Will, for those out there in the learning and development community, talent development world, looking to find more success in their careers, what's one more piece of advice you would give? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, So I get that question a lot where folks who are interested in moving into the talent development or learning and development space. And, and they'll say, gosh, like, what advice do you have? And, and I always give the same answer. Right? I'll say, you know, if you were to look up on LinkedIn, if you were to look up the job description for training manager or talent development, you know, director, whatever it is, there's a wide variety in those job descriptions. It's so different based on the company, their size, their culture, what what's really important to them in that space at this moment. And so, there's probably other roles out there outside of outside of the talent development industry where if you write a job description, they're all kind of the same, right? And so what I share with folks is I often see people struggle when they try to be everything. You can't be, you can't be somebody who leans into leadership development and onboarding and instructional design and coaching and focus on competency framework. You can't, you can't be everything. And so if you're looking at the space, if you're looking to moving into the space or just kind of moving up in the space, I think it's important to maybe decide back to our conversation, Andy, to think about what really motivates me. Like, why am I here? Why am I interested in this space in the first place? And what speaks to me? And, and to lean into that area of the greater talent development umbrella and, and really make yourself an expert and stand out and make a name for yourself in that space because there's so much in, in talent development that you can't be the expert of everything. Yeah, that's right. Pick a couple of things. I like it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing more of your experience, your wisdom and advice. Really appreciate it. Always love talking with you and look forward to chatting with you more soon. Likewise. Thanks for having me, Andy. All right. Take care. That will do it for my bonus Q&A episode with Will Mahone. 
from Index Exchange. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. A lot of great little nuggets in there. And as I mentioned in our previous episode, Will is a member of our talent development think tank community, which is all about bringing people together to learn, to share, to grow together. It's about learning so you can get better at your job. It's about connecting with other people so that you can build your network and learn what they are doing well and what mistakes they have made. I saw some great connections being made recently. It's also just a space for us to connect with each other and you know make real friends. I've seen so much of that in our community as well. And I love our members so much. And if you are interested in connecting with other people, with making friends, with learning new things in talent development beyond what you learn on this podcast, then come check us out. Come join. There is a fee associated with it, but I promise you that if you come engage, you will get absolute value for your investment. Our website is tdtt.us, as in Talent Development Think Tank tdtt.us. Reach out to me if you have any questions. And our podcast is also sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. Advantage is a professional services firm dedicated to providing a continuous stream of creative learning and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to be the best at what they do. And you can find out more information by going to the website advantageperformance.com. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate your dedication to lifelong learning. And I look forward to talking with you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.